Welcome to the warranty, where we discuss the terms and conditions of your guaranteed adventure. Why'd you pause? (laughs) The music. The the listeners know why I paused. Exactly. But yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) Episodes three and four. Episodes three and four. Episodes three and four? Yeah. Nice. I like the it. journey begins and the door. Door is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, because they just came out, Tim. Obviously, clearly, clearly, we are recording this right after they came out, and we yeah. haven't recorded anything else in the meantime. Yeah, totally. Don't break, not. Don't break the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three, three is where we uh, finally left the city. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You all found out that Mark was actually Garm, and Garm <gasps> was not actually Mark. What? What? Yeah. Well, I thought Easy Mark was actually Easy Mark. Well, Easy Mark's Easy Mark, but <laughs> thankfully Garm is not part of the Mark family. What, what about Xavier Mark? <laughs> also not Garm's I, relation. <laughs> I just noticed now, we do like our, like, the family jokes is just really a thing with here. Like with Easy Mark, Xavier Mark, the Hooper, yeah. <laughs> Trooper. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh yeah, we do do that a lot this season, don't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... And yeah, the dream sequence. The dream yep. sequence. <laughs> the introduction of the dream sequences and then the fulfillment of it all in season four, uh, episode, episode four. four. Yeah. yeah. The setup and the payoff. Great. Yep. Yeah. That's that's exactly yep. how we thought about that as we were recording <laughs> yep. back to back. We got to introduce the trooper. Yep. Who trooper. went off to war <laughs> and back and then war again. And back <laughs> There's a lot of wars going on. Yeah, very small wars. Yeah. I feel like they don't take that long. No. They're they're just thumb wars. That's all it is. <laughs> they're they're thumb wars. Is that canon? <laughs> One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Has the crowd of thumb war. <laughs> like, so you ever seen like Spy Kids? You know how there's like those thumb the soldiers? Thumb yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like sometimes those, like they're the ones actually fighting in the wars. Yeah, there you go. Most of the time. I was thinking of the characters from uh, Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. The ones that kind of look like thumbs with faces you ever seen the thumb movies like thumb tannic thumb wars it's oh. thumbelina those are actual things <laughs> yeah you know, <laughs> what it's like it's like it's thumbs. thumbs it's actual thumbs with actors. like costumes and then animated faces it's great the blair thumb project <laughs> oh my that's got one of my favorite lines they're talking about the witch and it's like it took their heads and it switched them and then it took their bodies and it switched them and even though they looked the same you could tell they'd been all switched up <laughs> That's the March awesome. writing right there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure on Thumb Tannic it gets attacked by a giant spider with lasers. <laughs> it's cr- man, these things were cr- they were off the rails ahead of their times. Ahead of their times. Ahead of their times. Yeah, episode three and four was interesting. Yeah, because we it was just you know us trying to get to the tower mm. and a lot of distractions. Yep, distractions. Pocket sand. <laughs> Yeah, it's almost like people didn't want us to get to the tower. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like they were being paid to not let you guys get to the tower, at least, to, to stall you at least a bit. Yeah, I, I do almost. appreciate the Looney Tunes tactics, though. Yep. Yeah. Yes. That, I, like, I thought about things. I'm like, yep, I am a bit more of a nonsense DM mm-hmm. at times, as I'm sure you probably are picking up by this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I also really got to... I really enjoyed getting to know more about the characters, like, mm-hmm. you know, getting to see a little bit more of their personalities, not necessarily their backstories per se, but just a little bit more of the characters and, and who they are. And yeah. Yeah. Like, I I feel like that's been a, it's always one of the things I always, I guess I kind of thought about, like, 
in home games, the travel sessions are like the oh yeah, like let's throw all the encounters at people, mm-hmm. and it's like but it's made more about like the okay, we're just really throwing encounters as a distraction, giving more time, or giving making you feel like you're doing more while you're traveling. But it's kind of like like when you're doing more of a actual podcast recording of it though too, yeah. it's like we don't really need that as much. Right. But so I would have liked to have done it all in one like. In traveling done in one episode, mm-hmm. but I think like with the pacings and the interactions we got with people, two actually made it great. Yeah, I think it was good. And two, like it's kind of on us to bring in some of those character interaction things, but it's also on us to remember that we can't spend you know a whole session around a campfire just <laughs> chatting in character, even though that's super fun. <laughs> it takes time if you're going to arm a bunch of gorillas. It's true. Yeah, train, exactly. train them, arm them, arm make them, them a militia. I love that Chu can just speak gorilla. <laughs> like, that was just something that happened. Makes sense. It does. They're also, I guess, on the topic of the the pink gorillas, though, too. There was a little bit of, a, I guess, inspiration from an anime for mm. them. Or at least they're more how they behaved. Mm. I told Kyle this, I'm pretty sure already. But it was a One Piece thing. Seth, do you have any ideas who I was inspired yeah, by? Yeah, on Mihawk's Island? Uh... Actually, no. That's what I was inspired by. That's what I was inspired by. It was more just the, the Kung Fu Dugongs. I remember Kung Fu Dugongs. The little that. seals on uh, Alabasta. When they first oh. get there. That like, Luffy beats up and then they become the leader. Yeah. That does not that, sound familiar. <laughs> so, Same. I just I don't know why. <laughs> so for those who haven't are not caught up with One Piece, there's very small side characters introduced in one of the stories where there's basically like, yeah, like Dugongs that are or like seals that are just kind of like... They like fighting and whatnot, and they view whoever is whoever beats them in submission like, oh, you're the leader now. <laughs> and so, like, that's when, like, when Killian kind of, like, pummeled the first gorilla, that's why they kind of started looking to you as leadership. <laughs> so it's like, oh, you've shown your authority over us. <laughs> Works in real life, too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, beat people into... <laughs> Bully people into submission. <laughs> yeah, I'm the boss now. <laughs> doesn't work in real life. Doesn't work. It doesn't. Do, do not take this advice. <laughs> that's one of the things we won't be showing Garm as we try and teach him good <laughs> leadership skills. Garm, beat people up. Call, I mean, I, I feel like Chu's been kind of the one resistant to that. So Garm seems to be pretty important. Got a magical ring and whatnot. Yes. Oh. That yeah. opened the tower. So what's the deal with that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I chose the hindrance wanted. Oh. So. And like, so it kind of worked as a criminal, like, or being more of a... Street like, urchin street thief, urchin. little street thief, yeah. Yeah, like it kind of, like, that, that worked for the town, but it's also kind of... A little bit hard to keep, like, how do you keep someone as wanted when you're not, it's like, oh, the one in the town, like, the spot we're keeping, like, the story's not taking place in, though. So it's like, so a wanted by destiny is kind of a approach mm. we kind of took to this, isn't it, Seth? Yeah, yeah. Like, that's I mean, a little bit what you approached me with, so I kind of rolled with that in the noggin a bit. Yes, yeah, I think just, he, he was destined for bigger things, but he had no idea, yep. right? Yeah, and learning along the way, and I think what's been happening naturally with the whole people kind of giving him advice a little bit and mentoring him specifically like Killian and all that. Like it's been, it's been fun to play. It's been fun to play a person who is just learning and isn't stupid. Yeah. Like I don't like playing, I don't necessarily like playing stupid characters. They can be funny, you know, but I, it's been, it's been an interesting challenge to play. He is smart. He just doesn't know things. The street smarts versus book smarts. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's kind of interesting seeing this like that. Well, I'm not like I don't have much book smart, so I'm not smart. But like, no, you can you know your way around town. Exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. So I'm not I'm not sure what his significance is for what the tower brings. Um, Let's speculate wildly. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's a god. <laughs> He's taking God. notes, taking notes. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, that's a good one. Ooh, ooh, I like that. I feel like Garm's going to be, like, once we get through the tower, it's going to be very clear. And it's like, oh, yeah, Garm, you the man. He probably built the tower. Yeah, that's probably why I'm so skinny. Oh, I really, I, I did really enjoy the uh, the scene where Killian and I were talking about weapons again. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then everybody decided to bring oh, their Oh, we all input. fell back. Yeah. <laughs> Have yeah. a little input on why their weapon is actually better. Yeah. Uh, I good. love the, being able to see the three aristocrats again. <laughs> the Sophista yep. trio. The Sophista trio. Yep. So how many, uh, I don't remember, how many carts do we end up with? Like five or six? <laughs> I'm In, pretty sure it, I claimed there were five. Yeah. 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 I, I think we ended technically per dream or uh, <laughs> flashback flashback dream. rules five. Okay, so I said something about a mystery card that we use later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because one and two are vegetables. Yeah, three is bananas. No, I we, think. we had food. We had weapons. We had bananas. We had a whole card of bananas. Cannons. Oh, oh that's right. Was four, and then, and then said, a mystery, and a mystery card. card. <laughs> and a mystery yeah. card. <laughs> Which I just realized now too. The mystery cart would probably be the one that you all are actually riding in. <laughs> like it's a passenger cart. We are the mystery. Yeah, <laughs> I was just thinking of uh, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh, there yes. you go, Nathan. I have a question. Yes, I have an answer. You go no. first, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, you give the answer first. Ah. This is Jeopardy. Welcome to Guaranteed Jeopardy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, easy mark. <laughs> now we know they're in the tower. Huh? We don't know what they're up to. No. Nah. <laughs> I think Are they're you... trying to figure out the tower. Probably. I just want to know, I mean, maybe you can't share, but I just want to know more of their motivation for thinking that this was okay. <laughs> we can speculate, but like, in what world did they think that they were going to be the ones that <laughs> make it through? And the timing, you know? Like, why now? Well, so Easy Mark is the kind of guy who, I mean, he's he kind of became Easy Mark because life just kind of like works out for him in the end that's why he was the and the defense thing having like sporting no armor whatsoever mm. <laughs> or like the the more the thing for tanks is just like eh, i don't need to worry about dodging things because like life's good i'm in control <laughs> like and so this was more of an opportunity to be like the yes i will get the fame and fortune that's why i participate in the tournament mm. and when he saw like what was going on with the with the worm, he's like, hey, peace. <laughs> Nothing with that. Do it so much easier. And it's yeah. like, so he's I looking can... for the easy score, not the effort yeah. needed to make. Yeah. That's he's why he's, easy he's... mark. Yeah. Easy mark. And then his brother Xavier is just kind of goes along with it because he's like, well, I mean, he's not wrong. He we have gone this far in life just <laughs> from luck alone. So yeah, he's kind of the like if you were to to make like the character stat sheet for him, you would have like the five attributes. Maybe like roughly a commoner-ish, or like maybe not as much, but like he he probably would have like a sixth stat of just luck, and that's like where he puts all of his good points into. That makes sense. Yeah, and so he was more in it for the the fame, the fortune. Mm-hmm. So you guys are new to Savage World. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of your thoughts now that you've played it a little bit? Mm. I I like that. Um, what I kind of like. The character creation side of it, I liked that a lot more. I think, well, not maybe not a lot more, but 
I appreciated the the versatility that it has over uh, like D and D because I could just kind of pick anything that I wanted essentially. Especially starting at the level we are at, like I was able to kind of customize it to where I wanted to be. And even though I like Irwin only has uh, two parry and six toughness, like he's not a real tough guy, pretty easy to hit. But, you know, it's it's still fun because I was able to get some of the things that I thought that he would like. Yeah, I think the character creation was kind of entertaining. It was slightly overwhelming, but it was more like once you realize you aren't trying to be everything, just look for the things that you need versus like with D&D, it's like there's so many options, but you can do any of them like truly and it. Like it doesn't matter what kind of character you want, mm-hmm. but like you can do anything. Yeah. And so I think it just it was a different way to think. Um, I think the thing that I'm still having a little bit of difficulty in, and it just is probably a mental barrier it's just I don't know what to do, like with act like certain actions, and with like D and D in that sense, it's just simple. Like, do you attack or do you talk to them? Like for the most part, yeah. But yeah. here, there's attack. There's there's different menu like th- things that you can do, skill checks and all that. Like, and on my sheet, I have the skill checks that I have certain dice in, but I don't have a list of all the other ones mm-hmm. per se. And so I don't, and that's a lot. Yeah. And so there's a it's a I now appreciate whenever I played with like new players and they're like, Oh, I don't know what I can do. And we always say, you can do anything. Yeah. And I've always been like, yeah, you can do anything. And now I understand and can empathize Mm -hmm. like, Oh yeah, you can do it. Yeah. But like what? Like like what? I, I can kind of relate to that because that was especially, I think like my first time playing Savage Worlds, (laughs) I was like, you can do anything. And it's like, I I can do anything. Like, cause Mm -hmm. I was of course first on initiative too. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, what, what do you do? Like, well, you're part of this gang that's like attacking this, this tavern and it's like mm-hmm. uh i don't know what i want to do and this is kind of player versus player thing too and i'm like i don't know how i feel about that yeah <laughs> but it's like i uh flip a table like all right yeah <laughs> <laughs> i flipped it so hard it exploded yeah <laughs> nice yeah the the whole you can do anything line makes so much sense for players uh, like seasoned players but doesn't make a lot of sense for new players so it's a it's a hard concept to understand yeah the idea of anything. Yeah. Yeah. And accept that. What you got to do is play with kids. Mm. They go. will do anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. I also, it's been, it's also been interesting playing this for our podcast, which is, you know, streamlined a little bit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like we've experienced some combat. Yeah. Yep. But we're also experiencing some role play. Yeah. And so we're getting a good sense of that. But we also aren't using, like, quote, unquote, all of our abilities. Right. Whereas yeah. I'm, I'm kind of used to, like, no, I have this ability. It's gonna, I'm going to use it yeah. a little bit. Like, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to use combat reflexes or brave, which is helpful on the fear table. You know, mm-hmm. just things like that. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to use that. And so it, it's like, did I waste it, like, getting that? Right. But, you know. This is a voice from the future, Nathan, coming to <laughs> talk to, <laughs> to Seth saying, you're not going to waste it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I to come in. I used my alert skill a lot. It's true. That's true. In this, yeah. And I mean, noticed like, most of the uh, ambushes coming. Mm-hmm. And, and like you did use your fear thing too with the uh, with the worm. Sure. First, That's like because right. I was kind of like you were kind of able to keep a little more level headed yeah. with the when the worm first showed up. So That's true. That's true. I kind of like the for Savage Worlds. I like the had that initiative changes every round. I think even in the games that I run, 
now, I might just introduce that and just do new initiative rolls uh, for, for like D&D. Because I, as a player, I really like that because I can either team up with new people or, you know, do it different things that I wouldn't normally have thought of if I am in the same initiative side every time. So It keeps things a little more hectic. It does, yeah. Which is a little bit more consistent with combat, I feel like. Hectic so. or organic? Both. Yeah, because you can. I mean, you can literally just go twice in a row if that's how the cards fall. Right. I also like the Joker mechanic. So I like if I am running a five E campaign, I might just say if you roll in that twenty, you can just go whenever. I I really like that. It gives more player agency. I feel like. Well, basically, anyone can interrupt. People can hold their action and then interrupt them lower on. They just have to make a roll for it. Mm. So you can interrupt someone's action with a better like agility roll or whatever. Gotcha. But D D kinda has the whole reaction thing where you can like hold your action till a certain thing happens. Right. Yeah, like I feel like D D has a bit more of a set action economy. Mm-hmm. That's like is probably why having a set initiative kind of works for things and having uh whereas like Savage Worlds is like a little bit more freer action economy. Because mm-hmm. D D also has like you get some classes get advantage on initiative rolls, some Right, get, uh, you gotta add your dexterity to your initiative rolls, yeah. and you gotta add other stuff to that. Yeah, so it kind of makes it. Which would still, I, f- I feel like it would still still apply to the new initiative rolls, um, but you you might have a better chance but of being. Simply, you can't really ever crit an initiative when you do in D anD D, and then so we had it where a guy he literally rolled a twenty on his initiative, but then everyone else rolled like in their teens, and they got to go before him. He's like, "Oh, I rolled a twenty. I'm gonna go first. and everyone else like. like I added five to this. I added six to this yeah. or whatever. It's like, I so, added 12 um, to this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah. So he still actually went, like, last, like, I think, in our group. I think it was, like, second to last. Second to last. <laughs> yeah, which anything else, almost anything else in D&D, like, the, the natural 20 is, like, oh, my goodness. Like, it's, it's a good thing, but except for initiative. And then it's, yeah. like, that sucks. That's fair. Anyway, I, I'm messing around with it. Yeah, Savage so World, yeah. I, I want to play this one again. I, I also personally feel like it'll be beneficial to have someone not me as a DM <laughs> playing it too. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, well look, like, I mean, there's some things, honestly, I feel like, like it's finding what, how do I streamline this for a podcast as opposed to a home game? Slash, this is my first time running it too. So yeah. I'm a little bit rusty on some things. And so I'm helpful that Seth is here to. Yeah. Which Seth? <laughs> me. Both of them. I'm, I'm glad you're here, Thanks. other Seth. Thanks, Kyle. I'm glad both Seths are here, but I'm glad we have someone who has ran it before and I can turn to you with questions, especially since they changed edition since we had last played, too, and he's a little bit more... Like, there's a lot of things I think of. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is how this works. That's how it used to work. It's Nathan, it doesn't work that way, yeah. quite that way anymore. I think all the changes they made were basically just better. Nice. Yeah. I, I, I think they basically just dealt with all the problems in the first edition. Nice. Actually, I think that was the second edition as well. That's true. It wasn't the first, yeah. From the but previous edition. From the previous edition, yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm looking forward. I mean, one of the things that we want to do is explore other systems, ones yeah. that maybe some of us aren't as familiar with and some are, or some that we aren't at all familiar with. But I'm not afraid to revisit some other ones yeah. again. Yep. So I think, um, yeah. Like I, I know Guthrie is excited to play Pathfinder sometime. Like, I'm excited to play Pathfinder mm-hmm. at some point. Number crunchy! Yeah, I mean... <laughs> sort of. It can be, yeah. I would actually say after, I mean, I haven't played Pathfinder 2nd Edition yet, but after reading it, 
I think it is much more intuitive than fifth edition D and D. I think okay. it's much. Sounds, it sounds it's intuitive. much tighter design because nice. it uses consistent language and stuff throughout. Well, Good. and then half the time is as you level up, you just get plus one to something instead of like well after. Four levels, then you get a plus one, but not yeah. everybody gets a plus yeah. one. And because the bonuses are bigger, that actually makes it less random. Yeah, mm. because you can straight up be adding fifteen to a, a roll for normal. Nice. So your d twenty roll is not going to be as important then. Right, it's not it, going to be as swingy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like it's gonna be. It's better. They make it better, so you're, you actually are doing the things you're good at better. It's yes. not like oh, you get an advantage in doing this. Yeah. Like cool, I still roll two nat ones. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. It, it's less dependent on the die roll because of the yeah, nat twenties and nat ones are different too, aren't they? Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I realize I I'm just loving tiny dungeons still. I'm playing it with my <laughs> it, kids. It's yeah. just it's sleek. Mm-hmm. It can do about anything. Yeah, I'm excited to play some of the other like systems in tiny. The tiny dungeon system, or the tiny system, I guess. But yeah. yeah, I did tiny supers with my boys. Oh, cool! And that it was it was good. My my four year old accidentally made a character that was virtually unkillable. <laughs> <laughs> he had so many defensive powers and healing abilities. Nice. Was, I, I straight up would have had to do like like normally in tiny dungeon you do like one damage on an attack. Yeah. I needed to do like three just to even have his health go down. Oh wow. So you basically like he he did t- to you what you did to me with Killian. Hey, doesn't fall far from the tree. Yep. Full yep. circle. And then if I did make his health go down, it healed the next turn. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So yeah, I think this has been a good talks. We'll follow up. I guess you'll see what happens once they've entered the tower now, and mm-hmm. yeah, check back Ooh. in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Gonna try to do another one after the next two episodes. Yep. Yep. Thanks for listening, and may your adventure always be guaranteed and under warranty. (laughs) Who's Warren's great? Why are we under them? (laughs) They're a parent company. I don't want parents. (laughs)